Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're here to discuss the season five finale, Rick Maru Jack, written by Jeff Loveless and Scott Martyr, directed by Jacob Hare. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. We finally got a backstory worthy of, uh, of Rick for the last five seasons that we have known this character. I thought the music score, the choices both at the end of the episode and with uh, the exploration of Rick's backstory in particular were very solid. Of course, the ending being the familiar Morty, evil Morty theme song but they changed it just a little bit and it gave a very I don't know emotional impact that I didn't expect to feel (laughs) as Rick and Morty certainly explore a lot of emotions but poignancy isn't one (laughs) that lands super super deep and yet it did It very much felt like a freedom story. And I think anyone who's ever felt oppressed or very much felt like uh, Morty was a a very victimized character, this course of action was satisfying. Before we jump into recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for not Rick and Morty, since we won't be picking up again until March, I believe the sixth season drops. If I happen to catch a good deal where I can find it somewhere or it drops earlier, we certainly will be back to discuss that sixth season but for, for now, we'll be taking a pause. But any other show that I'm doing, blackercouch at gmail.com. Let's jump into this doozy. <laughs> Chapter 13, A Wing in Prayer. A village is being destroyed by owls and a scene from every movie ever in middle times until the crow man shows up in the form of Rick now deeply into anime. I'm not sure why he needed to show up <laughs> like the Undertaker <laughs> with that big ass sword <laughs> on a robotic horse. It doesn't quite look like a horse. They said maybe he's taking it out to surrender. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with the sword. <laughs> A lot of great lines here. It's anti-heroic run. (laughs) Morty shows up out of nowhere. Creeper. Oh, man. After his grandpa has completed his anime mission. (laughs) This felt like a cross between a TV show and a video game. He pretends that he hasn't been trailing him in the universe to see if he has gotten gotten rid of his replacements yet but the crow war is never ending and away he goes on his robotic crow horse (laughs) 
Ian shows up at a bar because that's also or a lassoon. Anything that involves a bunch of people and liquor. And he's looking for Scarecrow or Crow Scare, one or the other. When no one speaks, he says, I can kill an extra asshole. Helps me get my steps in. I turn mine the fuck off. That's too much commitment. And I be thinking I'm doing a whole bunch of steps and I look down and it's like 600. I'm like, what the shit? This is rigged. Puss of fire. <laughs> That's a show I might watch. <laughs> The fight is ridiculous and out of nowhere and always in slow-mo. He murdered everyone throwing that weapon like he's Xena. Before Rick takes him out, Morty, now apparently 40, tells him this how long you've been away from us. The second half of this joke was great because I really fell for it too. I thought I was like, damn, has it really been 40 years? Are they going to go back in time? Because this is the kind of show I certainly did not think. And it's even funnier when you realize it's just been a couple of days. And it's like, it's been 40 years. And they take a minute to catch up. He's like, I just saw you yesterday. Because what he's so stupid, he doesn't realize that Rick, of course, knows this is ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> but again, me thinking he really turned 30. It's like, dude, you stopped fitting in that shirt years ago. Or now you're starting to shop at Baby Gap. Oh, that becomes even funnier the more you think about it. <laughs> That receding hairline and the bald spot, (laughs) you did not have an attractive look ahead in the future. Life is not easy on you, kid, aka poser for ordering a rum and coke. And I didn't get it either that the bartender was like, what are you, 20? (laughs) He said, dad got stage four cancer. (laughs) You would have loved it. Summer is a nurse. Well, kind of a nurse. She married a junkie. That very much feels like summer, (laughs) like summer's future. Morty wants him to come home and stop this phase, but Rick is committed to staying away from the unhealthy relationship, not wanting to undermine his relationship or dismiss the lifetime goal that never happens with his anime friends. He also doesn't hope this is the last time he sees him as he looks like shit. Rick is awake when he realizes that his crows are sneaking out in the middle of the night to meet their arch nemesis Scarecrow, who it turns out has a longer history with his sidekicks than Rick does, and they were using him as a rebound. I want a divorce. You want a divorce? I have wings, Tony. I want to fly. They point out the three teeth, the three toothbrushes. <laughs> that killed me. Because <laughs> the whole cheating aspect of it. 
but they felt like Rick was doing the same thing to them and admitted so. So there is that. And he's like, well, fuck, this lost all meaning. <laughs> we also are very intimate with each other. Oh, you don't believe us? Let's show you. I did not ask to see that. Uh, so he shows back up at the at the Smith household and it's like, Jerry, why aren't you dead? Morty has taken an aging serum and now he's stuck like this. As the family comes to the door, Summer was happy with the arrangement of Morty being 40 as he bought her friends Molly something she says right in front of her parents she says, look, I'm tossing my vote aside because I'm not going to use it to support a flawed system. <laughs> Says every <laughs> young person ever. Uh, Beth, of course, wants to try to run the, the high horse over like he's her being like, no, he owes you a commitment to respecting him. He's like, I refuse to do that. I'm desperate to get back together. <laughs> gonna say just like his old man Morty wants their first adventure to be finding finding reversal of this serum (laughs) cause he said I can't stop thinking about long hair so off to the citadel they go to see which Rick which Rick sold him the shitty growth serum in the first place the entire Citadel has been changed due to the new President Morty, while the current one is very cankerous as an older person and less impressed with his jokes. The Ricks and the Mortys. <laughs> it's like, man, he's like, yeah, even my poops hurt. Eventually, they are able to reconstruct him back to his correct age, going to a, I suppose... Fix it, mechanic shop. That's what one would think at the Citadel. Is he supposed to be pink? Probably not. Sign here. (laughs) Not addressed. And eventually it just goes away. They want to charge him a fee for, I suppose, the teenage version of him or the younger version of him. Look, he looked like he wasn't unattractive at that stage. (laughs) However, they're distracted from their bargaining when a... I thought it was a homeless Morty, but apparently it's a a uh, a hunchback Morty having a standoff with the police, and he's like, "A uh, person in trouble, <laughs> gotta help," and he's immediately shot. <laughs> it's like, did I make a difference? Yeah, you had many many blogs. <laughs> He did try being, he did die trying to be a hero. I did it my way. That hunchback Morty before he was executed because being shot in the head like that can only be called an execution by the police. Uh, That the President Morty is hiding weapons of mass destruction. Rick wants to get out of there before things get political, but too late. Morty P has already sent his secret service to invite them for dinner. Morty wants to go. Rick doesn't, but Morty's like, what about changes? Fine. I could eat. But he says, if he turns evil, we're getting the fuck out of there. 
I love when they make meta commentary <laughs> inside the universe. Like, I don't want to go to the Citadel. <laughs> it's always running on cannon. <laughs> so it's not one-off adventures. C-137, the wreckest wreck of all wrecks, <laughs> was going to be hunted down with him pointing a gun at him. Like, uh, that's what I thought. However, since Rick does not like serialized dramas, he's going to keep things episodic. President Morty is evil, revealing after having them strapped to their chairs uh, that Rick built this place to the other Morty and that he has managed to scan Rick's brain and has done so apparently in episode 10 of season one to find out how to destroy this central finite curve. And would have killed all Ricks to make this possible. I feel like you did kill a huge genocidal ver- <laughs> amount of them. Morty feels bad seeing as he encouraged Rick to come on this little adventure saying, I vouched for you. Rick said, your apology is like putting a screwdriver in my hand. Uh, your your apology would have melted <laughs> something to that effect. Morty P hates the sellout Mortys the most since they worship Rick, but they can't help it seeing as they were bred for it. What do you mean by that? Morty P explains the Citadel became its own Morty market with them going across the multiverse, ensuring the relationship of Beth and Jerry so that they had a surplus of Mortys to have as sidekicks. Oh, bitch. Until eventually some thought to just clone him. (laughs) Such an admission of need. I know it's a really fucked up admission of need, but it is. It's a reluctant love. I think that this Rick always had his wife and his daughter but he never do what his daughter i think with the the with morty he finds a connection that he would have had that he never did have as his original self which means this is the first time he's actually tried to have a interpersonal relationship with a morty with his with his actual family since his uh his true family from his true world, we find out a little bit later, were deceased. So I think that is very much uh, a great layering of everything we've seen up to this point. Instead of finding naturally occurring grandsons, they just went with the one. (laughs) There's not an infinite amount of, it's not one man, it's just one man and you, but he could have anything he wants. You're his weakness and you are a puddle of forgiveness. <laughs> Rick tells them it's complicated. They're both like a liar. But then he recalled that he had a screwdriver because he's Inspector Gadget before being let go after he frees Morty. Except Evil Morty hacked his portal gun so that if they went through, they would have been murdered. He then grows a monster who gets sexually aroused through pain (laughs) when he's attacked, uh, when they attack his shield. It's a metaphor for capitalism before those powers transfer over to Rick, making him superhuman as it continues to orgasm to death. 
Yes, yes, I certainly got the metaphor, sir. <laughs> so Morty P allows them their escape as he has all he needs to destroy the thing. Rick's announcement for no one to leave and for everyone to stay causes all the Ricks and Mortys to attempt to leave. Dying in all types of horrible manners. The one with the Gatling gun was great. As he has hacked all portal guns, <laughs> causing <laughs> destruction. Citadel News, we're fucked. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. The one guy's like, yeah, everything about... <laughs> before he gets murdered. Everything about drugs is absolutely and utterly fake. They just pay me to say that. And the other guy comes on. Everything about drugs is correct. There's only one way possibly out. They go underground. He tells Morty, Morty P, scan his brain for the schematics or schematics. I think that's the correct way to say that. But I always say schematics. I actually saw, I think Mimi sent me this thing about dialect and how black people talk is a natural. (laughs) It's a natural thing. It's not, we're not mispronouncing things. It's just we say things in a different accent. Interesting stuff. But neither here nor there because he needs this information to the Citadel's dimensional drive to blow the curb something not curb curve something they don't want to be near when it happens he hopes to get some untainted portal fluid or not because it's being drained by those transformed Mortys being beaten by Ricks he said I thought my capitalism metaphor was on the nose Morty wants answers you can't handle the truth. So he offers up his crybaby backstory, even though he said, no, no, not now. What I liked about the backstory is that there was no dialogue. As stated previously, the music was perfect. Had this kind of Stranger Things synth vibe going on with this epic story, Star Wars adventure, except it's not Star Wars. Uh, Rick C-137, it's filling in all the places we didn't know, right? We know he rejected the portal gun. He chose his family. His family was blown up by the other Rick. He became depressed. He decided to, he decided to create time travel with his portal gun, search the system for the other Rick who murdered his family, met bird person, fell in love, got his heart broke, fought in the clone or federation wars, left found a different star system and started murdering Ricks indiscriminately following them around different star systems in the galaxy, leaving a shit ton of corpses. And down, where you from, nigga? Fuck who you know, where you from, my nigga? The one where they were at the Citadel place and they show where he was at and then he showed up, killed the head of the guy and then just took a jet pack. Except fired everyone else in the room. Jeez, that's a lot of self-loathing. And thus the Citadel was created when they finally sought terms. And after a while, he grew tired of the Citadel, discarded them, crashed into Beth's garage where she saw her father for the first time. Went missing probably due to the fact that C-137 murdered him or... He was a part of the Citadel and 
or being part of the other ricks that would have left their Beths for the seeking more knowledge, whatever the case may be. Or, ooh, plot twist, evil Rick is her father. Before finding some reason to love, again, due to his bond with his grandson. And I thought all of that was really well contextualized. Afterwards, all Morty can say is dead wife. And he's like, yes, now everyone can shut up about it. (laughs) It's like, here's my backstory. Now everyone can stop getting off the Reddit boards, coming up with all of the details for themselves. It's not that fucking complicated. (laughs) (laughs) being a genius and also losing the only things in your own entire existence that you cared about sure it's gonna turn you a little nihilistic and having access to an infinite amount of universes where those people are actually still alive it actually makes me think of the one with the guy on the toilet where he lost his wife and despite him going to different timelines, he knows what it's like to lose someone in that timeline. No matter how much you replicate it or you can relive it or you can go into another time, it's it's not going to be the same. You can't duplicate such a thing. So I thought all of this was really great. Rick continues to try to shoot at Morty P even though he has a shield up. (laughs) It's the point he's trying to make. With MP thinking his backstory doesn't justify his treatment of Morty, which is true, in all of his dimensions. And he says, look, I'm not responsible for every Rick fucking up every Morty, (laughs) which makes me wonder if every episodic Rick and Morty is just simply another Rick and another Morty. Are they always going to be C-137 or not? But I think that everyone in every story sees themselves as the underdog or the protagonist or the victim. But the fact that being a genius could cause a lot of emotional and other factors in your life. Yeah, that I believe that 100%. I'm not a genius, but I certainly know what it's like to have a higher IQ than about 90% of the people around you. (laughs) It's hard. It's lonely. It's frustrating. (laughs) And given again, this being a 10 times smarter person who invented time travel, I'm not going to try to to judge what it's like in his head. Morty says, if I'm someone who is sick of him, then I guess I'm evil, which facts. That doesn't mean you're evil. What made you evil was the fact that you murdered every Rick and Morty in the Citadel. (laughs) In some of the cruelest fashions, I might add, And took an infinite amount of pleasure in doing so. That makes you evil. But him saying, yeah, I'm done living my life around a grown ass baby. Well, that's fair. Rick is called out for the fact that he came back. Not because he wanted to repair his relationship with Morty. It's because he got dumped by the crows. Morty P offers Morty a spot in his ship to freedom or world without Rick being the smartest man that may turn out to be incredibly freeing or incredibly boring i would be curious to know if they ever explore that arc in a future in a future plot point rick tells him to go after debris falls on him saying that's your best shot i really don't have a good way out of here but morty chooses to stay with his rick and morty was lying that extra seat was a toilet (laughs) 
So he is an asshole. Despite his high horse, he himself ends up becoming the person that he supposedly hates so much. A few uh, of the of the hunchbacks, <laughs> hunchback Mortys, and a few of the regular Mortys escape in the launch ship attached to the Citadel that Rick detaches uh, just as a black hole opens and Morty is finally in a new solar system somewhere in the universe. I laughed at his little weak ass celebration with the fireworks before entering a yellow portal. But I thought with the takes two people to push the button and he grabs Morty and they're able I I thought all of that with the music choice was was really great and then they ended it in the after credit scene with Poopy Butthole who had a, a actual message to say about how he never got his job back after he went on his adventure with Rick but instead of talking to his wife Amy about it he wanted to pretend to be the person that she loved before instead of opening up and he used to talk to her and when you shut down and you stop communicating with the people that you love you lose them and then once they're gone uh they're gone and how much you should value people in your life because no one has as much time as they think they have and this was of course coming after 2021 when a lot of people died and i think people still or people that are just in denial or just dumb or insensitive, whatever the case may be. I still think people think of the pandemic in a wave of a hiccup as if it was something that was blown out of proportion, uh, so on and so forth, and never really massage on those numbers of the millions of people who actually died. And how life is very fickle and it can end at any moment. And it would really suck. I mean, that's why I still work with my family, even though I can, my mother drives me insane, insane. I love her for all of the things that she is, but Lord knows we battle all of over and I mean, her just don't see eye to eye on a lot of things uh, that, that could be so much better. Um, but I also do know that you only get one family and if they're not truly hurting you, <laughs> uh, certainly, because there are those that you really have to cut off. I mean, there are some family members I do cut off. But I think for what he said, those people that want to love you, those are the ones you want to open up to the people you want to show who you truly are to. Because what is life? If you're just walking through it pretending. So a really good finale. I'm going to be sad that we're not going to come back to this season or next season for a while. But it is out there as I stated. I could I could get it a little earlier. We shall see. We shall see. But for right now, I'm going to say we're going to pause for a little bit. We do have feedback, though. From Shy, who I'm so glad I got to share this journey with because I didn't, after the second episode, after Pickle Rick is when I stopped watching the show uh, on my own. So being able to get into the rest of season three and four and five has just been so fun with Shy along for the ride. So I can't help but uh, be eager to hear her thoughts on this finale. So let's hop into the mailbag. 
Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for the final episode of Rick and Morty Season 5, Episode 10, I believe. Um, sadly, this is going to be it for a while. Um, like I've said before, um, in my end of the year uh, comments or, or question in the questionnaire that Rick and Morty has been one of my favorite shows to watch um, last year. Um, so throughout the year, it's brought me so many laughs and so many... <laughs> um, it, it, I'll be at times, just like in this episode, I'll be bizarre, not quite knowing what's going on, but that's okay. I'm, I'm there for the ride. I'm enjoying it. I think a big thing with me is that um, they... they reference a lot of pop culture um, things and other TV shows or movies or whatever characters um, that I'm not familiar with. And so I think that would help with understanding the jokes more and understanding the the whole, you know, when they're um, poking fun or, you know, uh, taken on certain things that I would probably get it more if I knew because I know that the titles are like um what do you call it like like a knock on the whatever the actual thing is um whatever is the movie or character whatever the case may be and so I think that's for me where I fall short sometimes is that I'm not and I'm I know that is referring to something but in a lot of the cases, I'm not knowing what that is. And the few times that I do, it's like I can tell the difference on how I get into the, the episode um, because I know and it, and it just has it adds an added layer of funny to it, um, knowing that I know what it's, you know, making fun of or uh, trying to uh, poke at or whatever the case may be or mock whatever they're doing um and so and in, in some in some cases it's just the pop like I said pop culture in general and I'll get that too like certain times and how people were like the 80s 90s you know things like that so I enjoy that aspect of the show as well because that it really plays into that and um I just wish I um knew a lot more of what they were referencing in episodes. Um, um, this one um, was, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of confused by it because it started out like um, in like a anime type thing with um, Rick uh, doing the, 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 the two crows coming back and him being this anti-hero. <laughs> um, and then in not him replacing... Uh, Morty with with the crows and then the crows dumping him for the scarecrow and them having some weird freaky relationship <laughs> and uh, we see old Morty uh, I say old but older middle aged Morty um, and then they uh, then we see 20 uh, something year old Morty uh, I was like oh okay um it, it cracked me up when he said, did I, what did he say? I like, I, did I influence the world or something like that? He's like, yeah, you had seven blogs. It's like, really? That's just, <laughs> that's what people think these days. That's how this influencer life, you know, you, 
you get on social media and you do whatever and, and think you're influencing people. But, um, um, but yeah, the whole uh, Morty taking over the Citadel and being the president and, you know, the only reason he's considered evil Morty is because he didn't, he's not buying into Rick's BS anymore. Um, and so that's what makes him evil. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's the only thing that makes him evil is the fact that they're not um, falling in line with the, the, the corporate line of what Morty's are supposed to be doing. Um, and so, um, yes. So, I mean, I get, I don't have too much to say about this episode, to be honest. I watched it the other day. I meant to send feedback, but I got distracted. And then next, you know, it's Friday. So today's Friday and I'm sending this, you know, two days later than I said I would. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. And Morty had per usual doing something crazy. Like he took some age serum that aged him and, oh, it's like, why Morty? Um, I was kind of surprised, um, that um the family like it was more it was primarily just Rick and Morty which is Rick and Morty show but you know they've been showing the family a lot more this season so the fact that it ended with um them having a minor role was um was interesting and we got to see Mr. Poopy Butthole ooh wee <laughs> so <laughs> i miss him i'm like he he ends our he ends the seasons and so it's like a thing that we that needs to continue so anyway I, I mean I'm sorry I don't have much else to say because I don't remember the episode just remember that I was confused as to what the hell was going on and um yeah and all that stuff but I wanted to send you something so you can close out the season and we can wait for season six to be available and jump back into it because I'm excited to see because I know this is more recent, like I think what they did last year. So it'd be interesting to see uh, what's, what's happening because I don't know when season five was made. I, I could look it up, but, you know, I'm being lazy right now. Um, so, yeah, on that note, until next time, much love, peace and black of magic, queen of the couch, shy. That was Queen Sha. I pretty much hyped you all the fuck up and you gave me, I barely remember the episode. How dare you? How dare you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. But I totally agree with you on the the references. What I always loved about Archer is they always recalled a lot of things <laughs> in this show. I can tell in the last couple of seasons are starting to uh, insinuate that a little bit more. But you certainly do need to be very quick with the references. Um, I would say this show warrants even a second or third watch because they're thrown out so, so quickly uh, and they, you might not get the joke the first time, but the second or third time you might finally get what the joke is. Uh, I, I think that's been the, the, one of the, the charms of the show, as you stated, they use the, they take riffs on the movie titles. They use some of the tropes and things and make fun of those things in this media. And sometimes knowing what the, the theme is, the premise is, that they're going for, you do need to to kind of search for that. And it's a kind of show that whether 
while it is rather humorous, Lord, older, later it gets older, probably both, I I start losing brain cells that function. (laughs) Yet I'm like, let's correlate. Um, but yeah, you, you certainly do need to be on your, your toes with this show, but I've, I've loved it. And luckily, luckily, <laughs> I've gotten most of the humor. Uh, if not all of them, some of them don't work for me, like those story train. There's, there's been a, a few that clearly didn't make the mark. But as you pointed out last episode, there's always something to laugh about when you're watching an episode and, if the whole entire thing doesn't work for you, the the seasons certainly do, uh, or one or two episodes, I should say. So I look forward to continuing this journey with you once season six drops, probably close to when season seven's gonna drop. That's okay. It's better to have something to look forward to than nothing at all. If you have any lingering thoughts, blackercouch at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, Black or magic?